The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 29th of November. In your Squiz today, fires in Queensland and floods in New South Wales. New Zealand bans Chinese telco Huawei from its 5G network. The creator of SpongeBob SquarePants has died. And the Arias. This is your Squiz today. Sydney had two months rain in just two hours yesterday, but we'll start in Queensland where frightening fires have caused thousands to evacuate. There are 138 fires burning across the state at the moment, Claire. And Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk yesterday said that the bad conditions are expected to continue into next week. Uh, they're having a bit of a heat wave up there. It was more than 35 degrees in Brisbane. And then when you headed up to Cairns, it was in the 40s. So uh, with the winds add to that, it's pretty catastrophic conditions. And in fact, there's uh, three local areas, Capricornia, uh, the Central Highlands and Coalfields regions that have have been uh, designated a catastrophic fire danger. Um, that's the first time in Queensland's history that that highest level of danger has been designated to fires there. Yeah, wow, thinking of everyone up there. If you do live in Sydney or around Sydney, just anywhere in New South Wales, really, it's all about the rain. The rain and the wind, yeah. There was wind yeah. of um, more than 90 kilometres an hour and, uh, in fact, some of that um you know, putting trees down. There was a window, um, a whole wall of windows sucked out of an office building, uh, lots of roads flooded and train stations. It was pretty disruptive yesterday. And when uh, it wasn't just Sydney, you head out to Wollongong, Newcastle and Blue Mountains and even um, uh, to the west, there was uh, some pretty wild conditions yesterday. Is it over? doesn't look like it. There were um, threats of more uh, low-pressure systems coming across and it looks like some of those particularly windy conditions will continue. Yeah, right. Um, on the 29th of October, a Lion Air flight crashed into the Java Sea shortly after departing Jakarta. It killed all 189 people on board. People will remember this story. The Indonesian government has released a preliminary report into the crash. Yeah, it was a... a- an issue that they say uh, hasn't come to a definitive end yet. They're still investigating and particularly they haven't found the the voice recorder out of the black box yet. But it seems that the pilot of that, that plane that flew it the night before and had a similar issue were able to switch off the automatic safety system that continued to push the nose down and that meant they were able to take manual control of the plane and and get it into uh, Jakarta. But the pilots that then took it from Jakarta the next morning didn't switch that that system off and therefore were engaged in this sort of tug of war with the plane Uh, and that meant, um, yeah, that Basically, it was a no win. So, yeah, lots of um, lots of investigating to do. The initial finding is that um, that plane probably shouldn't have been in the air. Yeah, a devastating outcome. New Zealand has followed Australia's lead and banned Huawei from its 5G network. That's right. And it's the same issue that they're citing, which is security concerns. They're also going through a 5G network rollout. uh, And one of the network operators there, a company called Spark, were going to use some equipment from Huawei as part of their bid. And uh, yeah, the um, security bureau there has said no. And after a horror result in the Victorian election, Matthew Guy has resigned as leader of the Liberal Party. 
He has. He's uh, going to take a little bit of time before he actually stands down. That's Thursday next week. Uh, that's because there's some potential candidates to replace him that still don't know whether they've won their seat. There's some pretty tight races still being counted. Victorians will wait and see. Yeah, that's right. Play out for a little while yet. Uh, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants has died, Claire. Yes, Steve Hillenberg. He was 57 years old. He died from a neurone disease. Uh, he was a marine biology teacher and it was his knowledge of uh, underwater aquatic life that um, that pushed him in the direction of, of creating SpongeBob SquarePants. And uh, anyone who knows anything about him knows that he was a yellow sponge who lived in a pineapple uh, <laughs> at in Bikini Bottom, which was on the floor of the, the Pacific Ocean. So he's gone and pitched this to someone and they've gone, that's a great idea, let's do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, these people, they offer, they're amazing. They operate on a whole other level and it works. Bunch that lives in a pineapple. It's yeah. sort of like, how do you get there? Pretty but he did go. and it went really well. Yeah. Now, it's going to be very hard for people um, – not to hear about knickers, the two metres tall, 1,400-kilogram West Australian steer. He's been around for a little bit. So um, Knickers initially got a bit of media a few weeks ago because he uh, had been saved from the abattoirs and that's because uh, as being the size that um, that he is, he was unable to actually make it down the uh, the production line of the abattoirs. So that meant that his owner was taking him back to the farm and he's basically going to live his life out there as a herd leader because apparently all the other cattle just follow him around and he behaves yeah. really well. So I just like that his name Knickers and the reason for that is that his best mate was um, back in the day was a Brahmin named um, that they, of course, named Bra. <laughs> well, why has he just gotten all of a sudden famous? He's just really hit the global media, hasn't he? Yeah, kept on growing. He's seven years old, I think. And, um, yeah, wow. yeah, it was really that incident, of course, at, at the abattoirs that, um, that took him to fame. Yeah, know? made it big time. Yeah. Uh, the Arias were last night in Sydney. Keith Urban hosted and Nicole Kidman joined him on the red carpet. Who were the winners? Who were the losers? How was Amy the night? Amy Shark, yeah. Amy Shark was the big winner. She won Album of the Year and Female Artist of the Year. There was Five Seconds of Summer. They won Best Group and Song of the Year for Young Blood, which if you've listened to any Top 40 radio in the last year or so, you would have heard that song. Mm. I quite like it. It's a good song. Yeah, good song. Um, what else have I got for you? Gurumal, um, won best male artist and Casey Chambers was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So there was an awkward moment with Bob Geldof, I understand. Oh, I didn't see that. What happened? Yeah. I don't, he just was awkward. I think he presented the last award and did it in a bit of an awkward way, which always happens at these awards. <laughs> I was really surprised to see Maya. I, I don't, do you remember Maya? She had a few hits in the 90s. Ghetto Superstar was one of them. Case oh, yeah. The X. She yeah. was one of the four who did Lady Marmalade. Right. She was there. Oh, there you go. Why? I don't. Well, I was no. hoping you would have the answer. <laughs> a rainy night in Sydney. What else are you going to do, I guess, than go to the Arias? I know. I was like, that's a real blast from the past. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so the subject line, is it a song from the Arias or? I love rock and roll. Oh. Good old, yeah, good old yeah. one, perfect for for the Arias and, yep, yeah, they've got through it again, a few sore heads around, no doubt. No doubt. Thanks for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. Jump into the email, plenty more news in there, and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast.
where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.